Oh, God. Society is fucked, y'all. Society is fucking fucked. People are fucking retarded. I, I just don't even understand how this is really possible. California just passed a bill that allows 12-year-olds, middle schoolers, children to be vaccinated without their parents' consent. No matter how you feel about the vaccine, how the fuck does that make sense to you? How are you okay with that? How are you a sane, logical human being and think that that's okay to allow a 12-year-old to have autonomy over anything? That is the dumbest shit in the world. My 12-year-old's not even going to pick what the fuck they want to eat. Like, no. What, what are you talking about? Like, that, that's the dumbest shit. Okay, fine. I might let them eat. But you, you know what I'm like, nigga, you have to ask permission to go take a piss. But you can get vaccinated without your parents' consent? How does that make sense? How does that make sense? I was like, yeah, no, like, that, that doesn't make you skeptical at all about this whole situation, about what's really going on out here. Like that, that, that just makes perfect sense to you. Your child has to raise their hand. The teacher has to acknowledge them and the teacher has to grant them permission to take a piss. But they don't need any of that consent to have something injected into their body. That makes sense to you. You're okay with that. Wow. Like <laughs> that's fucking ridiculous. That's fucking ridiculous. Like, let me let me try let me try to break this down for you. Y'all are like we we saw we all saw Spider Man. I was the last one. We all saw Spider Man. We fucked with Spider Man. Your child can't see Spider Man without you fucking accompanying them. It's PG thirteen. Your child cannot see Spider Man without you being present. But they can be injected. Your child cannot see Hamilton, Hamilton, without an adult, Hamilton. Your child cannot see Alexander Hamilton, a fucking educational, musical, historical, whatever the fuck. They can't watch that without a parent accompanying them. But you can get the vaccine. People are fucking retarded. They're fucking retarded. Like, this is stupid. This is so fucking stupid. And that's, hey, look, that's what you, all right, well, I, hey, look, if that's what we're doing, if that's what we're doing, it's politically incorrect. Free R. Kelly. Free R. Kelly. Those girls wanted to be with him. The parents obviously were fine with it, too. The parents allowed it to happen. But, hey, that, you know, hey, hey, fuck it. That, that's his type. That's his type. He likes kids. They wanted to, oh, oh it's, a, it's manipulation when it goes there. It's manipulation when it goes there, but having fucking vaccine ads and cartoons and these fucking commercials and all this fucking pandering and all that shit, that's not manipulation. That's for your health and safety. Get the fuck out of here. This is some dumb ass shit, dog. This is fucking retarded. I can't see spider any of the Marvel movies. All the Marvel movies is PG-13. Your kid cannot see that shit without a parent accompanying them, but feel free to inject your body. Okay. All right, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I, 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 okay, okay. I guess I'm the wild one. Okay, I, I, okay. I'm the only one that's seeing. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, fine. Okay, 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 okay. Fuck it. Fuck, fuck it. Alexander Hamilton. No, whoa, 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 whoa. Chill, chill, chill. Where's your parent? 
relax. You can't be fucking learning about the Constitution and the Revolutionary War and all that shit. Like, fuck's wrong with you, the Federal Reserve? Whoa, whoa, relax. Take this vaccine, though. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. Um, Let's see what... Oh, well, since I guess I am talking about COVID... Uh, the Europe has finally, uh, come to their senses and realized what, you know, same people have known since all this has started. Uh, COVID is endemic. Endemic meaning it's just something that's going to be here and around and something we have to live with. It's not ever going away. There is no stop the spread. There is no two weeks and all flatten the curve and all that shit. There never was. It's endemic. The death rate has remained under 1%. That was pre-vaccine and now with vaccine. I know somebody that's triple vaccinated right now that just got COVID, bitch-ass nigga. And I also know, uh, oh, well, we all know Stephen A. Smith. He, he had all the shots and nigga said he damn near died. Now, all you fucking dumbass smart retards. Well, if he didn't have the vaccine, he would have died. Yeah, okay, sure, 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 okay. I mean, yeah, that's what you want to believe. I mean, there's hundreds of thousands of people that, didn't have the vaccine last year when the vaccine didn't exist and recovered, but we don't have those numbers. We only keep the numbers of people that die. We don't keep the numbers of the, you know, hundreds of thousands of millions that recovered, but all right, whatever. Yeah. Fuck it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. 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 I'm glad you figured this out. We're never going to figure it out because like everybody that's, you know, saying knows this isn't uh, ever been about safety or health or anything like that this has always been about control and uh that's something that what they're trying to seize heavy go 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 look at what's happening in australia go 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 check that shit out it's it's it's, it's lit it's lit it's lit so check it out down under <laughs> head ass take your ass to outback steakhouse um say yeah shout out to europe there i guess finally figuring this shit out i mean that's what everybody was saying anyway uh, sorry, Wesley. Sorry, Wesley. Um, I wasn't really trying to pod yesterday. It's too cold. You know, niggas don't be like, I don't know about y'all, but like when it reaches a certain threshold, like we're not going outside in that cold. We're not, you know, I'm not even going outside to my car in that type of weather. Like you got me fucked up. I'm, I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can't do it. Can't do it. Um, we'll get back into it, Wesley. I know we talked about the, uh, our NFL, our divisional round picks um, on the pod. But like I mentioned on the pod, I didn't have my analytics. Now I do. So let's go ahead and jump into it. First game up, Cincinnati and Tennessee. I've looked at it. I've broken it down. And what I've come to the conclusion is these two teams have two great run defenses. Excellent run defenses. As a matter of fact, uh, the Cincinnati's number five, uh, Tennessee is number two in rush defense. Now, I'm going to have to give the edge to the team that has Derrick Henry at running back, but they both have superior run defenses. So because of that, I'm not really expecting too much out of that. Not too much. Derrick Henry, we all respect Derrick Henry. He's that guy. But Derrick Henry is more of a... He's going to pound you and pound you and pound you. And then like in the second half, that's when they start to kind of wear up. But I don't know if they're going to have that luxury this game because the Bengals, they're going to air it out. That's what I love about the Bengals. They have the weapons to do it. And they have the and they're going to be going against Tennessee that has the number 24 pass defense. There's 32 teams in the NFL. So they're, you know, kind of out there towards the bottom. If the Bengals can strike quick, strike fast and Get an early lead, I think they're in a great position to win this game. I really do, because the strength of the Titans is going to be running the ball. It has been all year. And, uh, well, eh, you know, you know, I don't know. Now, granted, Tennessee does have Julio Jones, who likes to – 
he, he's really just been on fucking low management until the playoffs because, I mean, he has nothing really else to prove. And I hate when niggas have that thing. Like, I like to think he has something to prove every week, but maybe he'll just all of a sudden find another gear for the playoffs. I don't know. I don't know. Because the Bengals don't have a great pass defense either. The Bengals are actually have a worse pass defense. They're 25th in the league. Um, but now it comes down to Ryan Tannehill versus Joe Burrow. I'm picking Joe Burrow. I'm picking Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase all day, every day. So I do think they have to get out to an early lead because if this is one of those grit and grind games, grit and grind, I'm going to edge. I'm going to give the edge to the Titans because of Derrick Henry, who's been fresh, has not been hit. Like that could be problematic, especially for, um, well, now they're, like I said, they're a pretty good run defense. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to give the edge to the Bengals, but the Bengals definitely have to get a hard start. And like I mentioned on the last pod, I'm not fucking with the Tennessee Titans. Fuck Tennessee. Uh, next game up on Saturday, we got San Francisco and Green Bay. These teams actually match up a lot better than I thought. Um, I'm now I'm still going to be picking Green Bay because of the conditions, and like I said, they match up pretty well evenly. Now there are injuries on both sides. I know the David Bakhtiari, or I don't know how to say his last name, but he's like the All Pro uh, offensive lineman for the Packers. Um, now, granted, like I mean, <sighs> nah, nah, that's pretty big. That's pretty big. Um, especially, but the Nick Bosa, um, what's his name? What's his name? Walker? No, no, not Warner. Uh, Fred Warner, Warner. Um, uh, he got hurt towards the end of that Cowboys game. I don't know what his status is going to be on a uh, Saturday. I mean, these teams just match up really well. Like San Francisco's rushing offense, seventh in the league. Green Bay's rushing defense, eleven. So you know, slight edge, but like you know, that's not too big of a gap there. Especially they're going to be at home. Uh, San Francisco's passing offense, twelve, but passing offense, Jimmy G. Like, come on now, um, twelve to the Packers, ten. So you know, like, like these teams are just real evenly matched all over. Now. The weather is going to be an ultimate factor, in my opinion. San Francisco, I mean, yes, they traveled throughout the entire NFL. I'm sure they played in some cold weather games, not just this season, but just all over in the past. But there's something different about having to play these really, really important games in 11 degrees. That's the high on Saturday in Green Bay, at least last time I checked. The high in in Green Bay on Saturday is 11 degrees, and this game is going to be in the evening, so it's likely going to be even colder. It's probably not going to be close to the high. So... And that just can't be good for your body. That like that cannot be good for your body. That those conditions. I, I I I honestly, it's really a miracle to me that humans are still existing. It really is a miracle to me because like we didn't have the the you know heating and electricity and just modern day conventions to keep us warm. Like I really want to know how niggas stay warm in like the fucking Stone Age. Like, I mean, like we like, you know, the Flintstones and like, you know, just the caveman shit like, oh, they wore like, you know, animals clothes or animal skins or whatever the fuck. But like, I really want some more detail into that, because in my mind, like we we should not be here as humans. We really shouldn't. We really shouldn't like fucking ice ages and shit. Like, I don't understand how niggas back in, in, in the Stone Age. I don't understand how niggas in the Stone Age was surviving. Like you need to be damn near in the fire just to stay somewhat warm. I, I that's I don't know that it's not good for the body. But anyway, I'm picking Green Bay to win that game because of the weather. Uh, next game up, we got L.A. and Tampa Bay, probably the most exciting game of the weekend. Um, and this, uh, I mean, this is actually kind of tough. Uh, I don't think either team is going to be trying to run the ball too well. My fault. They will try to run the ball. I don't know if either team will be too successful in running the ball. Now, obviously, it's easy to say the team that has the most success running the ball probably has a good chance of winning. 
But uh, let's see. The Rams have the number six rush defense in the league. Tampa Bay has number three. So two really, really good rush defenses, just like we talked about with Cincinnati and um, Tennessee. And then uh, this is actually really interesting. Uh, Oh, well, my fault. Neither team has a great rushing offense, but for the way that their offenses are ran, it's kind of understood. L.A. has a 24 rushing offense. Tampa Bay has a 25th rushing offense. But both teams like to air it out with, understandably, Matthew Stafford, Tom Brady, and then the litany of weapons that they have. But Tampa Bay is with, without a lot of their weapons, a lot of the weapons that they had throughout the year. Now, obviously, they still have Mike Evans. They still have Gronkowski. Um, it seems like they have another rejuvenated blast from the past running back every week. Um, but I uh, this, that it is, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Uh, I'm actually I'm actually going to be giving the edge to I'm actually going to give the edge to the Rams. Yeah, they did play earlier this year. Um, the Rams did win. I believe it was in SoFi. It was, I think it was like week two, too. But uh, I think they got too many things to cover. I think they had too many. Uh, Van, I fuck with Van Jefferson. Uh, Tyler Higby's nice. He's not Gronkowski. Then obviously, yeah, why'd I start with those two? Um, obviously, there's Cooper Cup. Uh, there's Odell problem. Uh, he's a motherfucking problem. Uh, as long as Matthew Stafford, now he has the potential to, you know, have one of those games, kind of like with the 49ers when he has a couple of picks. If he does that, then, you know, likely they'll lose the game. I know, breaking news, team that turns the ball over is going to lose. I know. Football, sports are really simple at the end of the day. Like, you know, there's just some certain metrics, certain things you got to do, like basketball, don't foul a lot, don't turn the ball over. You're probably going to be in a good position to win games that you're not supposed to win. Same thing with football. Don't turn the ball over. you be in a good position to win the game. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna rock with the Rams. That Rams defense, they showed me something last week. Now, granted, they didn't have DeAndre Hopkins. I think they still had. Uh, I think, I think they had an injured running back for Arizona. I can't remember, but uh, I think I think they might be locked in. I think this might be the. Um, I think they might have put together a dream team that can actually make it. Um, I do believe that they would lose to Green Bay for the same conditions. But I would be interested to see that game. But I am um, at this time. I'm going to go ahead and take Tampa. I mean, sorry, the the Rams. I'm going to take the Rams. Um, but I do think this is going to be a really good game. Really, really, really good game. Oh, and also just running out the analytics. Uh, the Rams have the number five passing offense. Tampa Bay has a number one passing offense. But both teams have so-so passing defenses statistically. Uh, Tampa Bay twenty, LA twenty-one. But I will say that's a deceptive stat because. Teams were throwing on them a lot because they were playing from ahead a lot. And, you know, when the other team's playing from behind, best way to come back is going to be throwing the ball. So it's a deceptive stat, but the stat is still the stat. So I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to take the Rams, though, because I think the Rams have better weapons at this time. Now, Buffalo and Kansas City. This is the one that I was talking about with Wesley that, I mean, obviously, y'all know how I feel. I want Kansas City to win. That is my favorite team. But I'm still kind of leaning towards the Bengals and the Chargers since the Chargers aren't in. I might be leaning more so to the Bengals at this time. <sighs> Let's break down the analytics first. Rushing offense. Well, rushing offense, Buffalo number six. Rushing defense for Kansas City, 21. That could be a problem, uh, especially because Josh Allen likes to run the ball a bit. It's just a numbers game at that point. If the quarterback's running the ball, then he has 10 people blocking for him. So, you know, it's a numbers game. Uh, 
rushing for Kansas City, 16th rushing offense, but I think Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is going to be back. Not like he's fucking Derrick Henry, but makes the backfield a little bit more versatile. Uh, this is the big one for me, though. This And this is where I think that the Bills might have a, ch- a shot here. Bills have the number 11 passing offense, and the Chiefs have the number 26 passing defense. And then we all know the Chiefs' strength is Patrick Mahomes and throwing the ball. Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Miko Hartman, Brian Pringle, Demarcus Robinson, like, they they have speed. That's what they try to get you with speed. And Patrick Mahomes throwing it down the field. The Bills have the number one passing defense in the NFL. Number one. Their strength, the strength of their team, is stopping the pass. The strength of Kansas City is Patrick Mahomes' arm. This could be a problem. I, I really think this could be a problem. Um, and then as far as the conditions, because it is a road game, so like, yeah, it'll be loud, but I don't think the weather is going to be an issue because the Buffalo Bills just won last week in six degrees. It was six fucking degrees. Uh, and I don't understand why the stadium was sold out. I don't understand why people would go to that fucking game. If it's six fucking, I don't see a lot of black people out there. So, you know, I get it. I get it. Um, and again, I just still don't understand how we made it through the fucking ice age, but the bills have played the chiefs before. I think I want to say last year they met in the playoffs and the chiefs obviously, you know, got the edge. I think I'm pretty sure they got the edge with the chiefs in the super bowl. Yeah. The chiefs in the super bowl this year. The chiefs got the edge. I ain't going to lie to you. I think th- things are lining up, and I think that this is the last hurdle. Like Kind of like how Wesley was mentioning, like you got to lose before, then you kind of then you go up winning. I-, I think that the Chiefs are Josh Allen's Pistons. Not saying Josh Allen's Michael Jordan, but I guess in this vacuum I am. I think this is his Pistons, and I think that this might be the year for them to beat the Chiefs. I, th- I think this I- – I really I really do. I, wa- I really want to be wrong. Um, but like I said, they've met before. I don't think the weather is going to be an issue. So, yeah, sure. Maybe just being on the road, being loud and everything. Okay, fine. I'll give you that. But these are professionals. Like, they play in loud stadiums every week. Every week. Now, is it a little bit extra loud in playoff time? Sure. Sure. I mean, it's not like you just all of a sudden have more people in the stands. Like, if you're selling out a regular season game and you're selling out a, a postseason game, it's the same number of people. And I mean, I would like to think that it's the same level of energy, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like I do understand basketball, just for whatever reason, it feels different. Um, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't get that same type of feeling in the NFL. So we'll see. We'll see. But if we're looking at it analytically, I'm gonna have to pick Buffalo. I want to be wrong, though. I really, really, really want to be wrong. Um, I was going to have a little jam out session to end this one out, but I think we're going to save that song for the next time we pod because uh, it's going to be sooner than it has been. I don't think we're going to have those big gaps in between uh, the group pod sessions. So I'll go ahead and end with that. Just one, la- one last time. My picks for this weekend are uh, the Bengals, the Packers, the Rams, and the Buffalo Bills. So we'll see how this plays out. See y'all next week.